0: Welcome to Business Incubator, where we talk about how growing your business and keeping your life on track in the time of pandemic. So right now, I really wanted to talk to you about mental resiliency and how can you stay focused and not let the fear interfere with your goals and growth of your business. Also, how to block that noise that's coming up right now with everything that's happening around us. And so I bring to you Terry Terry Holland uh, is often referred as a queen of NLP she is an exciting dynamic transformational seminar leader and an expert in the field of neuro linguistic programming as a successful high performance coach and NLP trainer Terry is the founder of the Terry Holland Co and has a top shelf improvement podcast on iTunes called the Terry Holland Show so welcome Terry I'm super excited to have you here thank you thanks for having me and uh, let's just dig in. I really want to talk about all the noise that entrepreneurs have in their minds right now. And I mean, I'm no different. Shit is coming up for me all the time. So what is it that we can do right now to keep the noise out and keep on track with our goals? Sure.
1: So there's, I mean, first of all, just being an entrepreneur in general, we deal with yeah. a lot of negative stuff and self-talk and you know, naysayers coming at us, telling us it won't work. We can't do it. It's impossible. And now in this crazy time we find ourselves in, there's so much more of that. And it's really important for entrepreneurs that you can protect your mind. This is your greatest asset in business is what goes on in here and learning how to navigate through all of this and stay focused is really, really key. So I have some, some tips I can
0: share if that's. Yeah, that'd be phenomenal.
1: Perfect. So these are, these are the, I've been having a lot of conversations with my own clients around this. And these are some of the tools I've been sharing with
0: them. So the, the first so, thing so is. Guys, that, guys what, what Terry's saying, she's about to share some of the tips that people pay <laughs> her thousands of dollars for. So listen in. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the first thing is
1: you have to have a routine. And a routine that sets your day up for success. And there's a lot of talk lately about morning routines and home-based business routines. And like what do you do every day to set yourself up? And this is a hugely important point. So every day, you need to, no matter how tired you are, no matter how exhausted, no matter how frustrated you are with your business right now, you need to get up at the same time. You need to set yourself up with a similar routine that you do every single day. So whether that's you exercise first thing and then have breakfast, have your coffee, answer emails, whatever it is, you need to be consistent in following a routine. That tells your unconscious mind it's time to work now. Mm -hmm. And that's where you want to be at the beginning of your day. So finding those routines and those
0: habits that sustain you, that put you in a frame of mind, that it's go time for work. And you know, I'm guilty of that. The the first week in self-isolation, my routine went out of the window. And I got to say on day six or seven, I just felt like crap. I, know, I, know. Uh, I, I knew that I'm going to bed way too late. I'm tired all the time. I wouldn't wake up until nine. And I usually start work way before that. And so uh, it's, it's just, to me, you're reinforcing what, what, uh, what's what people are missing. Right. And people are missing that self-discipline of actually paying attention to what is it that they're used to and sticking to it. Uh, And for me, uh, I'm, I'm back on track right now. Uh, I think this is second or third day. So pretty fresh still, but I already feel amazing just, just waking up at six, just like six, just like I always used to Mm -hmm. and and feeling accomplished before that clock hits noon. And I'm just, it feels fantastic. Good so for sharing that. I mean, uh, that's uh, that tip on its own. I'm like, guys, make sure you stick to your routine. I know it's tempting to binge on Netflix and take a few extra days off because there's nothing happening, but stick to your routines. Make sure you still stick to them. Yeah. And when we fall out of those
1: routines, it starts to become a downward spiral. So it might feel good for the first couple of days to give yourself a break and take time off and watch Netflix and, you know, eat a bag of chips, whatever you need to do but eventually that starts to feed into this negative mindset that will pull you further down. So the other thing is social media, watching what you're consuming on social media, because if your feed looks like mine, and I think they probably all look the same, it is full of nothing but talk of the virus and fear and um, it's nonstop. And there's There's so much in our faces every day. And what that does unconsciously is it's programming us to seek more and more fear. Mm -hmm. So it becomes, again, a habitual thing where, and it's like this brain worm that gets in and then it's all we think about and it's all we talk about and all the conversation directs there. So it's really important. I mean, you don't have to take yourself off social media, but it's really important that you you watch what you're consuming on there, that you're intentional about your time that you spend on there. And because now we have so much free time right now, it's easy to get lost going in that rabbit hole and consuming way too much. We already know what we need to know, I think, at this point. We know what's happening. We know what we need to be aware of. We know to wash our hands. We don't need to keep repeating the same message over and over because once that stuff gets in there and it already is, it's hard to pull yourself out of it. So Mm -hmm. when you are on social media, look for things that are positive. Look, limit your time that you spend on there and be really careful about what you're feeding your mind.
0: Yeah, my business partner calls it uh, mindset hygiene. <laughs> yeah. It's like every morning we, we remember to brush teeth. Uh, I'm, I'm a morning shower person, so I shower every morning. Nice. Um, brush hair. Like We remember all of the hygiene parts. And for some reason, we don't do it with our mindset, where we don't really pay attention to what we consume. To, for me, it got to the point where uh, once I got email number 25 that had a, a, a subject line of COVID-19, <laughs> And, and influencers, guys, I love you. I do. And I do want to be on your email list. That's why I sign up to it. But my gosh, <laughs> all of you all yeah. of a sudden have the same subject line. I literally created a filter in my Gmail that filters out all of the emails that have any anywhere in the email COVID-19. Like yeah. it got that extreme. I just refuse to absorb any more information about something that doesn't add to my life. Um, and hey it's important to keep on on use and make sure that you know what's happening in the world but but even that needs to be limited right there, there's exactly. there, is, there is the limit there is the top you don't need it all the time every day every minute of the day
1: yeah
0: and, and yeah, I always joke but I say I leave it to other people I'm sure other people will let me know when something <laughs> happens <laughs> exactly well there's a
1: difference too between getting it from a credible source who you know that that's the right information or getting it from your aunt Edna like third-hand knowledge on Facebook you don't need that we do need to stay informed but being very clear of where the information comes from and how much of it you expose yourself to every day I've done the same thing I filtered out my inbox because there was so much of it and you know I, I I don't need it none of us need that much yeah no kidding
0: Uh, So Mm -hmm. uh, actually, I'm sure that a lot of our listeners are curious because I know you are an influencer as well. And you do host live events on top of being present on social media. So what are are the things that you have done to shift your business uh, that you think our audience would find useful?
1: Well, I've, I've always had a component of my business that's been online. Mm -hmm. But with the live trainings, I lead live NLP trainings, hypnosis trainings. And I've always been very adamant that I would never do those online. It's not the same experience. And never say never, right? Because here we
0: are. Because universe challenges you.
1: (laughs) Exactly. So here we are. And I have people contacting me asking if I would offer my NLP training online right now. So in the process of taking that live training and converting it to an online format, and it's a different thing. A live training, you can have people captive in a room for eight 10 hours and keep their attention. Online, it's very different. So for anyone who has live course material, if you're putting it online, it's putting it into bite-sized chunks that you feed to them over a longer period of time. Because I guarantee, even if it's live online, like what we're doing now, they, you will not keep their attention because there's other things that pop up in Windows yeah. and it's, it's just too tempting to click the buttons and look at something else. So that's been my sort of biggest shift in my business is taking all this live content and pairing it down to bite-sized chunks that can be delivered on an online format.
0: And actually, that brings me uh, to a point. I don't think uh, every single person in my audience knows what NOP is and what it does. So can you, can you tell us about that? Sure. So it's neuro-linguistic programming, neuro, the nervous system,
1: human neurology, linguistic language, how we label our world, how we communicate our experience. And how we communicate both verbally and non verbally. And then programming is the behavior. So, how that language encodes our neurology to create behavior and get results. Very simply put, it's the study of excellence.
0: Mm. Why does it get bad rap? Sorry? I'm going down and dirty. Why does it get oh. a bad rap? <laughs> oh, because people say that it's manipulation. Oh. And NLP
1: is not manipulation. NLP can be used for manipulation, but it is not manipulation. It's like a hammer. You know, you could use a hammer to build yeah, a house, yeah. to create beautiful things, or you can use it as a weapon. And it depends on who's holding the hammer and why they're holding it.
0: True story. I never thought about it this way. This uh, this is very visual analogy. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, And uh, I know you also have a resource you would love to share with the audience here.
1: Yeah, so it's a hypnosis recording called My Perfect Ideal Day. And it's just to help you calm your mind, spend some time calm, relax the body, and really focus on what your ideal day would be. And what this does at an unconscious level is it programs your unconscious mind to continually seek out that day so that you will you'll make choices in your business differently. You will feel different day to day as you are striving to create this ideal day that you want. It's a way of staying focused on what you want. And right now, I think that's really important for all entrepreneurs to keep your eye on that prize of why you do what you do and what it is that you really want to achieve. So it's a hypnosis recording. If the word hypnosis freaks you out, just think of it as a guided meditation. It's very similar to that.
0: And, and Guys, we're going to drop a link for for the hypnosis recording down below, so go check it out. Make sure to download it, Uh, especially right now. It's one of those tools that you absolutely have to have. Um, I know that there's so many things happening in your business right now, and you might feel like you're out of control. You're not. So more than ever, keep dreaming. Keep visualizing, make sure you know what your ideal day is and use tools like this to support you in the process. Um, Terry, so I I know a lot of people right now, they really feel challenged with that part, right? Like the ideal day, ideal life, uh, dreaming, what they want, the goals, everything is getting challenged because, I mean, I'm looking at my vision board and my vision board is having uh, a a room of 100 people for my in-person event that now I'm realizing might not happen or right. might not happen this year, right? Um, so, so what are some of the recommendations you would have for, yeah. for situations like that? I mean, it's, it's really crushing, right? Mm-hmm. To, to, to dream for so long, just to have this uncertainty.
1: For sure. And it's, you know, and I get it because my vision board doesn't have massive pandemic <laughs> and self-isolation <laughs> on it.
0: I, I wanna that's... find who has that on their <laughs> vision board. <laughs> exactly, who put it on there? We all wanna know.
1: So it's it's this isn't what we planned for. And and the thing is is there are certain things we can control. We can control how we feel. A lot of people don't realize that, but we can control how we feel, how we react to things. There's so much fear right now because everything is uncertain. We don't know what tomorrow's gonna look like in terms of your business. We don't know what the next five minutes will be. And so just to keep thinking long term and thinking about goals and what you want to achieve seems like this impossible mountain to climb right now because we don't, we don't know. And there is a lot of disappointment. People who've planned events or they've planned weddings in their life or they've, you know, they've had all these things that they expected to be happening right now. And now it's not happening. And the thing to realize is that fear is not your friend. A lot of people think they have to be afraid right now because there's so much fear around us. Fear is not your friend. Fear clouds your judgment. Fear actually, in terms of the neurology, puts your mind in a box where all you can think about is the problem. All you can see is the problem. And outside of that fear is where you can see the solutions. So this is a great opportunity for entrepreneurs. And this is what I really want entrepreneurs to be focusing right now is all the opportunity. So there's opportunity to get really innovative and creative in your business Maybe the goal that you set that you, you expected to be happening right now, or that event that's supposed to be coming up, isn't happening. But what can you do instead, and how can you get really creative in reshaping how that's materializing? So maybe it becomes an online event, maybe it's pushing it further down the road. Whatever it is, there's opportunity in being flexible around how it happens. But the moment we get stuck in fear, we can't see any of those possibilities, I and mean, we block all of that out. It's like the, you know, we put blinders on, on race horses so that they stay on track. And in this, and we always talk about laser focused, right? We want to be laser focused, but this is the time where it's time to take the blinders off and look at everything else that's possible. And in order to do that, it's disconnecting from the fear. You don't have to be afraid to be aware of what's going on. It's awareness that will keep you safe and protect you, not fear. So letting go of the fear keeping awareness of world circumstances, and then being open to all the possibilities. Because no matter what that goal was that you set, and I've, I mean, I've experienced it in my business, I had some big goals, I had my biggest training coming up, and had to change direction. And it's all going online. So there's, once you're open to opportunity, you'll see another way that you can accomplish the same goal, maybe just not in the timeline you expected.
0: Is there like a quick tool that we can use to switch our mindset from fear to opportunity? Like, I mean, I've heard about uh, the, the elastic band that you snap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is like very painful training resource. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's very old school, but, but is there like, I don't know, a, a keyword, like what can we do to, yeah. to switch the fear off? Cause I mean, yeah. sometimes it comes up sudden and, and unexpected. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't necessarily know what to do for sure. it's a great question. First of all, I'm not a fan of the plastic band thing.
1: Um, I never said it's a good resource. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, just for anyone who's watching. I'm not a fan of that because I think what it really is is unconsciously it's enforced. It's, it's creating a belief of self harming, Mm. which isn't positive either. So a quick way to don't do it. No. So a really quick way that you can shift your state at any time, any time you need it, is to recall a time where you felt the way you want to feel. So maybe right now you want to feel confident. Maybe you want to feel confident that everything's going to be okay. So all you have to do is recall a time when you felt totally confident, a specific time you felt totally confident. And as you recall that time, go right back into that time, see what you saw, hear what you heard, and really feel the feeling of being totally confident. And you can do that with any positive state you want to feel simply by recalling a time you felt it, seeing what you saw, hear what you heard and feel the feeling and your neurology will shift. There's, there's two ways that we can quickly shift our state. One is to do exactly what I said. You change what you're focused on in here and you will feel different. It changes your state. And the other way is to change your physiology. So put on some music, dance, do something that takes you out of the physiology that you're feeling in the moment. You often if we're afraid, or we're feeling down about something, we start to close into ourselves, we start to slouch, we make our bodies really small. So you need to shift out of that. So get up, start moving around, dance. Um, Another way that I teach my clients is you, you stand with your feet shoulder width apart, you put your hands on your hips, and you put on a huge cheesy grin, And you look up at the ceiling and you say, yes, 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 yes. And I promise if you do that, you cannot feel bad. You you can't, and I challenge anyone to try it, you can't feel bad while you do that, it's impossible. So you either shift what you're focused on in here or you change your physiology and your state will change in an instant. Our cells are programmed to respond to every thought we think. So the instant you change the thought, the body changes, the feeling changes. It doesn't mean you won't feel fear again. But in that moment, you'll be able to disconnect it. And over time and repetition, if you keep practicing that, you're training your unconscious mind to focus on what you want, to feel the way you want to feel,
0: and that fear will become less and less over time. Amazing. Thank you so much, Terry. So for those of you who are watching or listening, make sure you drop a comment, drop Terry some love. I want to I I I hear from you. I want to know that you listened and you got value from this, because I know you did. I'm personally going to go and do the yes, 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 yes <laughs> exercise now because I think it's freaking amazing. So I'm definitely going to do that before the next interview. Uh, Terry, So thank you so much for, for sharing your knowledge, for coming on and helping us in this time. I think this is a huge value for anybody who's going to watch this. And it's going to give you some, some really incredible tools. Again, you can download my Ideal Day Self-Hypnosis Recording um, at terryholand.ca backslash ideal day, and you can find that link below. Thank you, Terry. Stay safe. Thank you.